Welcome to My Shoplifting and the Catch-22 Podcast. I am your host, David Edgel. Join us now as we dive into all things health, fitness, strength, and nutrition related. Does your nutrition seem overwhelming or confusing? Are you not able to find usable solutions to even your most simple food challenges? Well, let's fix that. This is part three in a multi-episode nutrition series designed to help you break through the confusion and take ownership of your eating. If you have not listened to the first parts found in episodes three and four, I recommend that you start there and then return to this episode as the information will be easier to follow. This time we continue the conversation with strength athlete Cash Anderson as we build his weekly nutritional plan. So at this point, we have your calorie needs estimated. You've yep. taken a good guess. Yep. We have, we're, we're going off of a base of about 3,400 calories. We've estimated your protein needs at about 300 grams. We may climb that over time, depending on how your healing goes over your training over the next 12 to 16 weeks. And we've got to educate a guess as to how you're going to balance your carbohydrate and fat needs. And I think we did a 30% carbohydrate and 35% fat, is that the percentages that we went with? Yeah, it's 35, 35, 30. So protein being 35, fat being 35, and carbs being 30. Okay, so we did a protein 35%, a carbs 30%, and a fat 35%. And we base that off of the notion that you feel better when your fatty content is up. You've made comments, if you eat a sirloin, it doesn't have enough fat and you feel tired, versus when you eat a ribeye, you actually yep. feel like you have the energy to go through certain stuff. Those are some of the, the comments that you've made. Here's the thing. Your body is never wrong. It will give you the feedback that you need to be able to make the decisions that you need for, for adjustments. When we're trying to find your weekly balance and plan your fluctuations, we do have to keep in mind that your body has a vote in this and you have to listen. That's where you're going to make your best, best progress is being able to interpret, hey, uh, my energy levels are up, my energy levels down my cognitive function, my brain, my alertness, my focus is improving or going away. Yeah. I'm exhausted all the time. Or man, I wake up and I feel like I'm ready to conquer the world. That's your body talking to you and saying that your nutrition is headed the right direction or it's not. Man, I was just going to ask you, how do you listen to your body? But you answered it perfectly. <laughs> it took me forever to actually understand how to listen to my body. You're, and, and you will continue to learn. You'll continue to realize I've been battling uh, electrolyte balances for a long time. I realize I sweat and I lose a lot of sodium when I sweat. Yeah. But I eat clean enough that I don't replace that sodium unless I intently go out and put it in. And I specifically have a salt shaker by my, my sink in my bathroom and I shake salt into my hand, put it in and water. Because if I just drink extra water, I'll have worse muscle cramps, worse fatigue. If I don't replace my my sodium, yeah. then I have real problems. And it's taken me a long time because popular nutrition is like, oh, the American diet's too high in sodium. Well, I don't salt my food and I don't eat like everybody else. Yeah, I don't use much salt either. Oh, I've paid the, the price for that by having really bad inner thigh cramps, calf cramps, hamstring cramps, especially after a nasty squat workout. I'll, I'll cramp for three days. I combat it both before that session and after by increasing my sodium intake. My body's never wrong. It just took me a while, like what you said, to yeah. listen to it. I thought I was dehydrated. I thought it was a low potassium issue, a low uh, a low calcium issue. And then one day I looked at my shirt post-workout. It had dried out and I had salt rings in it. Yeah. 
my oh there it is that's obvious dummy why didn't you listen to that this is this is david being a three-decade professional going oh yeah you should have listened to the very obvious sign that your body was telling you well i didn't know i mean this is something that's not new i've been dealing with this since i was 16 years old having the leg cramps yeah we're told oh you're getting too much sodium so don't get any more sodium just because the nutrition world has said it doesn't mean that it's good for you Listen to your body first, an expert second. Yep. And don't listen to the social media people who are just trying to be popular off of posting whatever. If it's something that really works, it's going to make sense and your body's going to respond to it or it's something that you've already experienced but didn't have a definition for before. Yeah. We have your needs. We have educated guesses. What we don't know yet is how we're going to juggle those numbers over the course of a week. Okay. In the first segment, we talked about you train with weights really hard three times a week and you try and walk for at least an hour, hour and a half a day, those other days of the week. That's more consistent than a lot of people are, less consistent than some. Some people yeah. are, I do heavy labor six days a week. Other people are like, hey, I do a bodybuilding split where I'm, you know, six days a week in the gym. Let's look at a couple of considerations for making a weekly plan or a roadmap. First question is, are your weekly activities generally consistent from day to day? And with you, we're they about fluctuate. We're about half yeah. and half. So like I said, with some of the other people, it's like I'm I'm doing the same thing every day. I'm very, you know, sedentary or mm -hmm. I'm very physically active or fluctuations or I have one day that's I go do run, you know, marathons every weekend. If you have the same level of activity from day to day, you have it pretty easy because all you have to do is keep your, your nutrient percentages the same from day to day, your calories the same from day to day, and, and you've got it set. Yeah. If your activity or intensity of activity varies from day to day, then we have to take a look at some options. We can choose to keep your macronutrient percentages. Now, just to remind you, macronutrients are? Protein, fat, carbs, alcohol. We're going to keep those percentages from the same from day to day for ease of programming. And this is what yeah. I would recommend if somebody's starting out, doesn't have physical access to, to somebody like me from day to day. Keep it even programming over the course of a week. Yep. And over time, you'll develop a pattern to fluctuate just a little bit. But I'd start with even programming. Okay. Just to keep it easy. Yeah. If you have somebody that can help you or you're a little bit more tuned up of an athlete, you have the option of varying your percentages on certain days for optimal performance. What we would do in that, that case is we're going to look at over the course of the week, we're going to balance to your 35, 30, 35, but each day might be just a little bit off of that. Okay. okay. So this is, give you an example for a need of variation. You have days of significant strength training. Yes. If you're just doing a little bit of a circuit training or something like that to just burn some calories, that's not necessarily a radical difference on calorie burn or beating your muscles up. But if you're getting ready for CrossFit competitions or your powerlifting training, yeah. you're getting ready for football season, you've got certain days that are really heavy strength training, that changes things. If you're doing days of heavy physical labor and then other days of not, let's say you're, you're a landscaper and you're laying sod one day and another day you're just pulling weeds. Yeah. Th that's a pretty big difference. Or if you're getting ready for, let's say long distance stuff like long bike rides or marathons and you're putting in a lot of miles on a, on a Saturday, you're going to do yeah. a, a 20 mile run on a Saturday to get ready for a century or something like that. That's a, a, enough of a difference. We want to address that. Okay. Couple of things. Your protein levels don't need to change. 
Okay. Because we're not using protein as an energy source. It's a, yep. it's a structural component. So you, they can and should remain constant from day to day. So with you, we've programmed 300 grams of protein a day. That can just stay the same. Okay. It will help your digestion improve because your body has to do the same thing to digest 300 grams every day yeah. rather than 150 one day and 450 another. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty tough on the body. But what we will want to do is adjust carbohydrate fats and percentages Okay. for optimal performance. We know what your weekly balance is. And for you at 35 protein, 30 carbs, 35 fats, yep. that's an estimate based on what we've seen you perform well with in the past is you do a little bit better with a little bit higher fat. Yeah. When you lift weights, you do burn sugar. Yeah. So you got three days a week where you burn more sugar than you do the other days. Okay. What we found is you're a person that if you eat carbs right before your workout, what happens? I'm so tired. I'm the same way. If I eat carbs right before a workout, I just want to go have a nap. Same. It happened two weeks ago. It's, it's interesting how much less your performance is when you carb right before. Some people, they eat a simple sugar right before or a lot of carb load right before, and they do just fine. We're not that person. Yeah. What we want to do is the day before you train, like Cash's leg training happens on a Tuesday. Yep. So on Monday night, we'd want to increase your carbohydrates. Okay. That gives you a chance to absorb them. And then they'll be sitting there as muscle glycogen when you're ready to do the leg training on Tuesday. Yeah. If one day we plan on increasing your carbohydrates, which would be a Monday night, a Wednesday night, yep. a Friday night, then we're going to decrease your carbohydrate consumption by about the same amount on another day. Okay. So on Tuesday night, hardly any carbs. Okay. On Thursday night, hardly any carbs. On Saturday night, hardly any carbs. Or if you increase your carbohydrate by 5% on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, then you decrease it by 5% on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Okay. It's that just, makes sense. It's just numbers. Yeah. So for you, that would be going protein 35%, carbs 35%, fat 30% as an alternative. You can in increase it or decrease it by as much as 15%. Yeah. That can be enough for a lot of additional carbohydrates. Okay. Again, this is person-specific trial and error. Yeah. But you can figure out what does best for you depending on what what training you're doing and how much exercise you've got. Yeah. Well, that makes a lot of sense. A couple of considerations, though. Every day you still need to meet your calorie goal. Yeah. Regardless of if you're increasing your, your macros or decreasing them, you, you are still trying to hit that 3,400 calories. Yep. So the day before your increased or hard physical activity, you are going to increase your carbohydrates a little bit. Yep. After your increase to physical activity is done, we decrease those back and increase the fat percentage. Okay. So kind of flop those. Yep. You switch them back and forth. Carbs the day before and then reduce them on after the activity has happened. Thank you for joining us for this episode of My Shoplifting Catch-22. We hope you now have the tools to estimate your weekly macronutrient programming. If you have questions, feel free to contact us at myshoplifting.com and let us help you in your fitness journey. Join us again next time as we continue the conversation.